You are listening to Don't Touch My Music, hosted by Kiana and Chardonnay, your go-to podcast for all things music. literally in the shower like can't believe that when i was a teenager i wanted to be a tour manager because i'm like well, what the fuck were you thinking which also me i was like like let's i was like let's go on the road let's I, tour i'm saying and now i'm like no thank you no because because also when when i was out of pocket thinking that because i don't even like being in airplanes i get anxiety <laughs> same, <laughs> I get anxiety same. i can't sleep it ruins Same. my whole week when I don't Same. have to get on an airplane. Mm-hmm. But like here I was thinking, I'm going to be a tour manager. And then I could just travel with a band. Wah, wah, wah. And I wanted to be a tour manager for a band specifically. And now I'm just like, keep like, mind your business. Don't yeah. get into that mess. Me wanting to be a tour manager when I full well know that when I'm on a plane, I want to puke. I get mm-hmm. nausea so bad. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. 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 we were kidding Mm-mm. ourselves which even on in a car you know i get like motion sickness in a car yeah yeah really and i'm like yeah and i'm like i haven't been in a car with you other than like a bus oh so. yeah but i was like to go on a whole ass plane and then tour bus too on the yeah. road driving yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, because like I remember in the Netherlands when we would uh, take the bus like to Afas or Zeeuwarden mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you would always sit in the direction of like traffic. You yeah. Would sit on the other side, and I would yeah. always sit on the other side because I don't get motion sickness. Like yeah. That. No. Only I, on boats, I get boat I get sick. It. Girl, the thing is with me, I get sick on boats, in cars, and in planes. Mm-hmm. Why? Can Can I not have a break? No. Can I not? <laughs> <laughs> You're you know what I mean? No. Listen, can I not? No, um, it's, giving, it's giving insanity. Yeah. As, as pretending that we want to be. Yeah. But no, managers. like, these tour managers do so much. Because, like, I thought they just, okay, like, I thought they just, like, coordinated the logistics of the I'm tour. I'm saying. Like, ensure that, you know, that the artist has, like, a sound check, checkout times, mm-hmm. you know, that the production loads everything that they need to get on the stage in the venue on time that the artist arrives on time you know dancers crew whatever like everything is coordinated i think but i thought that sorry i thought that they just coordinated times and logistics but like no they do much more than that and i'm like okay but this sounds like artist management because you're doing a lot yeah it's it's like artist management on the road all the time like but then you have the added shit of like you have a whole crew that you're supposed mm-hmm. to look after. It's not only the musicians. It's mm-hmm. all the crew that load all the instruments and travel back and forth with the musicians. You have to have a budget for everybody in terms of, you know, eating on tour, mm-hmm. hotels, literally everything possible that you might need money for. You have to um, make sure that everyone's behaving so that you don't catch any cases <laughs> while you're on the road. Um uh, you know, you have and to you be know, so quick on your feet because so much mm-hmm. shit can go wrong. Like I've seen mm-hmm. so many musicians and so many groups and stuff be like, oh, flat tire, car accident, snow, storm. And the tour managers have to be like, get that shit solved. ASAP Rocky. You know, you mentioned a good thing there. Something very important where you said that the tour manager has to be like quick on their feet to get things solved. Because a lot of times when these artists are touring but especially rappers we often hear that they were stopped because they found drugs on the tour bus Mm -hmm. or they 
drank too much and something happened and mm-hmm. and I'm remember, like <laughs> sorry remember when Drake got food poisoning in the Netherlands and he had to oh, like cancel yeah. but then people were like nah he just smoked too much weed and yeah. I was like allegedly yeah. say allegedly when you say that yeah. shit guys <laughs> but it makes sense that's it makes sense to why they also have a tour publicist yeah yeah because they need them as well to help with the the different shows you know that is yeah and like all the interviews and all of that shit right because often when musicians are on tour they're also busy doing a press tour at the same time and i'm like the tour manager also like helps coordinate that as well i'm like what do you not do (laughs) like you do everything that is so crazy yeah and if 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 like they're a small group or a less known group or they don't have as much crew they're also at the merchandise table selling the merchandise they're doing like all of the things and i'm like do you guys sleep like speak into mm-hmm. the mic speak honestly mm-hmm. do you sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> not that i sleep but do you sleep they don't i don't yeah. think so like no. it's crazy though like i can't i I'm sorry but i can't i can't no literally the way my brain is wired that's Mm-mm. unacceptable but career choice <laughs> listen to me. For me i will already mess up the logistics <laughs> number one so no because then you have to take into account the time differences and the different time zones and the things then you have to also take into account all of like the cultural differences as well because you can't be traveling with Nili without understanding the culture and you the see countries. my hands yeah. no Mm-mm. <laughs> it's Mm-mm. much my brie. yeah um, yeah yo yeah it's much but you know it's so it's so interesting because I never really understood what a tour manager actually, you know, would do. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. had um tour management class with Ken and I didn't really understand what tour managers do. But then after having the class with him, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Cause then he started to explain it a bit more. And then when he gave us the assignment to do mm-hmm. where this, was it a band? we got was it a band that was like traveling within europe like they were going like to the u.s to paris or something yeah, like that yeah 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 and we had to coordinate like the logistics with time and and transportation and i was like yeah this assignment I was like, thank mm-mm. god i was like first <laughs> god, of all I, to the I was like first of all thank god that assignment was not graded because i would have yeah. failed <laughs> yeah no listen listen because... i mean i figured i figured it out but i was like I could remember specifically, he gave us a specific website that tour managers use to yeah. kind of track the analytics and data of artists to know where their next stop would be yeah, yeah. if they were supposed to tour. I'm not going to mention a name because that's free promo points, please. <laughs> but <laughs> he said, he said, no free promo. I said, no promo coins first, the bag. <laughs> um, yeah, but I can remember he gave us that specific website. And I was like, okay, I know about this website, but I did not know, like, this is what yeah, you use to, like, no, we yeah. we were sitting next to each other. Yeah, I think was I was sitting next to you because I had yeah. my laptop open and I searched the website. And he yeah. was like, yeah, this is where you need to look. And he's like, just type in the name of the artist. It'll give you mm-hmm. all the stats on Spotify, Apple Music, everything. And it'll tell you, like, which countries um, they're most popular in and with cities specifically and he's like that's how the tour managers or coordinators or whatever determine where the artist will go next and i was like yeah i always wondered how they determined 
where they'll go because i'm like you could say okay i'm going to france but what if your artist is not popular in france like how do you determine that and then that was the answer for me in that class and i was like thank you <laughs> <laughs> you're like now i know i was like now i know you know yeah. and i still have emails from that um website coming in my yeah. inbox every day oh, yeah, I'm i remember like, we had to make a whole account just to we had to make stuff. a whole account Babe? girl that's how me and chardonnay realized that we are not tour manager Mm -mm. friendly Mm -mm. i mean not friendly we are not tour manager um material that's material yeah yeah like fine i can go on tour with you and see the things but i'm not coordinating anything you know (laughs) like i can help with a little food you want me to dish out a little food in a little plate yeah i could do that (laughs) bitch because like even like Loki, okay, Loki, no, just like Loki... a little funny, funny little side story. I mean, okay. it has to do with this. It's not really a side story. Mm. But like also when I was a teenager and I was like, I want to be a tour manager. And then I was like, oh, if I don't become a tour manager, I'll just date a band member. And then the band member will take me on tour with them. <laughs> but even now I'm like, you wouldn't go, bitch. Like, first of all, <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't Listen. go. To, I wouldn't go to all of the tour dates because I'm not trying to travel that much. I'll cry. Listen. No, that is super exhausting. And like, I could remember once um, I had to perform. I can't remember. I had three places to perform at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I had to perform in Curacao. And <clears throat> I also had to perform in St. Martin, but it was back to back. So I literally like traveled to Curacao, performed. I think two places I performed. And then literally, I think next day right after, I had to travel back to St. Martin. And on the same day that I traveled back to St. Martin, I had a concert in the night. You see? And imagine, that was not not a lot, but I was tired. And I was young and I was tired. And my mom was like, ooh. Yeah, no, when I look at my family here. Listen. When they're on tour, I'm like, guys. But you see, it's like, it's shit. It's shit like this that I'm just like, tour managers have got to be some of the toughest people in the industry mm-hmm. because and I'm like whoa and i'm like okay so they help with they they help with coordinating the logistics of production they also help administrative wise they also have to ensure that the budget that is being set out to go on the road with that they stay within that budget so they have to track you know the expenses and the income and i'm like guys you're also an accountant like what is going yes, on yes like, on top of everything they're also budgeting and i'm like cannot be not... me Whoa. my my mind <laughs> my mind cannot do it i cannot listen i'm already messing up the logistics what makes you think i'm gonna sit and do the money good i'm saying what makes you think i'm gonna do the money good please no stop it no i could never i could never uh-uh. i mm-hmm. could never be a tour manager Mm-mm. like first of all i would be <clears throat> Screaming, crying, and also throwing up because, because I would be thinking about how we have to get on an airplane tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And oh, I was yeah. already stressed about that airplane ride a month ago. Mm. <laughs> now mm. tomorrow's coming. Now I'm not going to sleep because I'm scared because airplanes freak me out because I don't understand them and they're scary. And like, um, I'm thinking about that, but then I must also now think about is everybody here? I must count all the heads. I must give everybody their little schedules and I must also have my own schedule. <laughs> and then like, no, I'll cry. Like, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah, do yeah. It. You're asking a bit much of me. <laughs> and then dealing, dealing with whatever issue that comes up for the artists themselves. Because I remember, oh my goodness. Um, I remember watching Nicki Minaj, um, Nicki Minaj's documentary mm-hmm. where she was performing at a, I think she, I think she was on tour to be mm. exact. 
And I think something went wrong with the stage that the stage was like sort of like a hydraulic stage where it had to like move and bounce or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like doing it. Mm -hmm. And she was so upset. She was like furious and she was like literally going off on her team. And she was like, yeah, thousands of fans paid this amount of money to come and see me and everything is not in order and production and the stage and whatever, whatever. And her team was literally stressed. They were like, all of these things, like unforeseen things you have to deal with as well, which is like in that time, yeah, like yeah, an yeah. emergency. And it's like, you have to be like. Yes, bitch. Like mm. I remember also watching one of BTS's <clears throat> documentaries um, and they were on stage doing their like heavy choreography, <clears throat> which and the stage was starting to give under their feet. Like Hello. they didn't notice because they were busy dancing. Right. right. But obviously the stage crew noticed and like you just saw this moment of intense panic where they had to make a plan and make it quickly. quickly and it was literally all hands on deck like everybody all the crew that was available at that time had to like run and stand under the stage and literally hold L it up hold with their it hands up. while they put up extra beams to hold the shit up and then for like their most heavy chore choreography they couldn't do it anymore because the stage was just um, not up to par with the standards that they need for mm -hmm. for that kind of a thing, which mm -hmm. <clears throat> wasn't necessarily on their crew at all. Which in that moment, if I was a tour manager and I'm seeing all of that shit happening, like knowing that there's also like the stage manager or whatever, right? I would be sitting there shitting shitting myself. Like, <laughs> I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, what, bitch? I'd be running out on stage and be like, guys, stop dancing. You're gonna Me die. Me too. I'd like, be like, stop. stop. Please stop I it. Can't, yeah, like, I can't. I can't. I would disrupt the whole show. And, Listen. like, you see, kudos to their whole crew that was there with them because they really were like, let's not disturb them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> let's figure it out mm -hmm. while they're doing the shit and then, like, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, no, you see, I'm not cut out for this life. Mm -mm. <laughs> No, mm -mm. tour management is simply, it's just, you know, it's not, it's for but very it, specific type of people. People, and I was just about to say, like, we might not like it and what it entails, but there are people that love it because obviously there are tour managers that, you know, do this. So, I mean, the ones who love it, <clears throat> I mean, kudos to you. I mean, you. Yeah, you, and they're like you, really good at it too. Yeah, so. because it's also something where you have to have like leadership skills, networking skills. Um, organizational skills, management skills, like, I don't know, like flexible, yeah. adapt quickly. Um, yeah, you have to be thinking on your feet all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's a very fast paced, um, you know, environment. Yeah, environment. So I guess. Yeah, yeah and I like guess. you'd think, you'd think as a, as a chronic overthinker that I would be able to handle it, but no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, because then I would like I would overthink the decisions Listen, and they wouldn't be made fast but enough. But I, I so. was just about to say I already overthink to do that tour thing <clears throat> things. The thing might be on fire and I might be still thinking on how to I'm get saying, it off. Listen, I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but it's so simple. But yeah, anyway, so those are all the reasons why me and Chardonnay. <laughs> those are all the reasons why me and Chardonnay would not be fit for tour management. Mm. Um. It's just too much. It's doing too much. Mm -hmm. It's too high pressure, high stakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't thrive in those environments. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it that mm -hmm. way. Because mm -hmm. the way <laughs> the way university also had us fucked up so many times. <laughs> but I think too, just I think I think every role within the music industry has 
requires you to have a specific skill. So I think tour, yeah, manage, yeah, yeah. tour managers need to have specific skills in terms of like with finance, logistics, yeah. leadership yeah, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and on top of that, they have to have like tough skin because, Ooh. yo. They need to have like some knowledge about crisis management, a little bit of PR, you know, and... Mm. We gave you a little information about what these are, uh, artist managers. We gave you a little information about what these tour managers do. And we also explained to you why it would not be right for us. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But I mean, fair enough. If this is something that you're interested in, um, you can always um, dive deeper into it by doing a bit more research. Yeah. Um, and um, if you want to... If you want to hop into it as a career, start volunteering at like music festivals and at concerts for and concert sure. halls and stuff. For sure. That's how you start building the connections. Yeah. That's how you start meeting the people. That's how you start networking. That's how you start mm -hmm. putting your foot in the front door, as mm -hmm. we always say. And even, even, with, even with being an artist manager, like if you want to start volunteer for festivals, shows, and assist mm -hmm. um, with certain things just to get the feel of how things flow in yeah. that kind of environment you know what i mean yeah we are going to move on into our little small talk corner mm -hmm. for those of you who don't already know this and are not already familiar with the podcast this is the part of the podcast where me and chardonnay share two songs each that we've really been feeling uh to set the tone for our week or whatever because we record on tuesdays fyi so <laughs> it is the beginning of our week for us. Yes. Our episode comes out on Thursdays, so it's the <laughs> end of the week. So really, it just sets the vibes anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we ask each other a question each. And the question either has to do with the episode or it doesn't, has to do with music or it doesn't. Sometimes we just ask each other random shit because we want to know, because we're nosy. So having said that, Chardonnay, what is your first song of the week? Right now, I've just been listening to Coco Jones' EP. It's called What I Didn't Tell You. Mm -hmm. And basically, she named the EP What I Didn't Tell You because all of the songs on the EP are things that she have never told, told persons, anybody. told anybody. Yeah. And it's like you getting to hear and see, you know, what goes on behind the cameras. Because she says um, a lot of persons know her as Hillary from Bel Air or yeah. just being an actor from Disney Channel or, you know, whatever other movies or shows um, she's played in. But mm -hmm. she's like really behind the cameras and all that acting. She's like, I'm an artist. I'm a singer. I really sang. You know, I really do yeah. this. So um, the EP, what I didn't tell you is basically all of the things that you don't know about Coco music wise. Um, but anyway, let me stop the rambling. One of my favorite songs on the EP is Crazy For Me. Okay. Crazy for Me by Coco Jones. Mm -hmm. And that is actually Coco's favorite song as well. Crazy for Me is really given five, six, seven, eight, and nine. Like ha, ha, mm. ha, ha. like it's it's a very upbeat R and B song. Yeah. Um yeah. so she can do like a lot of choreo to it, but it's also like a lot of singing in between. So it's like kind of best of best of both worlds. Girl, like guys, please <laughs> go listen to what I didn't tell you. By Coco Jones, please, please. I uh, like, I still have to get into it. It's really There's good. There's so much music I still have to get into. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really um, good. What is your well, first song? Let me stop rambling. Okay. My first song is, and like, look, this should come as no surprise to anybody. Actually, wait, it might come as a surprise to some people because it's not my usual agenda. Okay. She <laughs> said not, agenda. I have an she agenda. Said, she said it's not my usual BTS agenda. Anyway, so the song I picked is called Tamina. It is by Kadi. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she did. She did a. She did a little colors show thingy. That is awesome for, for this song specifically as well. Um, it's one of my favorite songs off of her EP. And I also just really like her EP because it's a very experimental, like Afro pop sound, mm. and um, she's incredibly talented and super humble and super sweet and genuinely one of my favorite people in existence <laughs> to be to be fair so i'm gonna plug her yes, immediately definitely. so get into her get into it guys yeah like watch. honestly the people who listen to this podcast who are already familiar with me and chardonnay and watch our stories and whatever they already know i've i'm forever plugging <laughs> yeah, yeah forever in my stories yeah. <laughs> so this will come as no surprise to them but of like listeners to the podcast who don't know us personally, it'll come as a surprise to them yeah. because I am normally plugging BTS. <laughs> and go plug the performance, the Colors performance. Yeah, go look at the Colors performance as well on yeah, the yeah. Colors show YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a song about a woman that she purposely made so that other women could see themselves in her, especially mm. Cape Verdean women. Um, so it's a song about a woman called Tamina who, you know, was dealt shit cards in life, but still came out winning in the end. Um, mm. so it's a really beautiful song with a beautiful message and it's just a vibe. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. What's your second song? My second song is a Calypso slash Soka song from mm-hmm. the Caribbean. Um, we're going back to Trinidad and Tobago. Um, Let's go. This song is from Patrice Roberts. Mm-hmm. It's called Soft Man. Okay. And the song basically talks about women not liking soft men. I like they- soft men. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's so funny because she did she did the song as a sort of a joke, but it yeah. sounds so good. Yeah, like yeah. in a song like she's talking about like women that don't like soft men, but what they do like is like a funny man, a working mm-hmm. man, a man mm-hmm. that got money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like she she made it so like fun and so cool and what I loved the most about that specific song and the way that she did it is that it's originally a Calypso song. And for those who know Calypso, they know that Calypso is more of a political genre and it's Mm -hmm. much more slower and it has much more like cultural instruments in it. Mm -hmm. Um, so she did a lot of like a fusion with the Calypso, with the Soka. And if for those who know Soka, are we say Soka? Um, Soka is very more upbeat and fun and dancing and stuff like that. So she okay. did a she did a mixture of the both. So it's like it's giving you sweet and mm-hmm. a little bit of like sour, but it's mm-hmm. just it's oh, it's got it all so the well. things. Yes, it's got it's all balanced. the things. And I'm like Patrice, you're so good. I'm gonna go listen to it. Yes, because I haven't heard it. You her, mentioned Patrice on the podcast before, but yeah. not the specific song. No, Patrice so. is really, has really been doing a lot of things lately where I'm like, wow, I'm so impressed by her artistry because she's growing. Because she actually started off in, in Calypso yeah. um, and she break away from Calypso and went into like Soka. So it's even though it's like it's still cultural, the transition is still different because Calypso is like more soft and whatever. And Cali- and Soka is like, bah, 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 you know, so... Mm-hmm. Like Patrice, do your thing, girl. Like, yes. no, for real. Like, I'm, I'm so proud to see we like my Caribbean people doing their thing, and I just pray that they get be. many more opportunities um, to like show the world like what we have to offer. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
What is your um, second song? So my second song is it part of the is... agenda? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought okay. about it. I thought about it. I thought about it, but then I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, you know what you've been listening to this week. <laughs> I mean, it's also, I listen to BTS every week, every day, but um, this specific song is just always stuck in my head lately. So I'm going to okay. choose this one. But I did mention this group last week, actually, not last mm-hmm. week, last episode. Um, so the song is called Hype Boy by a little girl group called New Jeans. Mm-hmm. So the last episode, I plugged their song called Attention. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm doing Hype Boy because it's really, it's just like an upbeat pop r&b cute like thingy you know about boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like those 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 fun songs the choreography is so dope the song is again doing really really well like the people are eating it up as they should be it's one of those songs that just, yeah it's one of those songs that just gets really stuck in your head and i'll say it again i said it last week already but these are a group of teenage girls who are already so incredibly talented Mm. already have credits on their debut EP. Um, they're doing extremely well for a group that just debuted. That was awesome. Literally, was it a couple of months ago, last month? Bitch, I don't know. Time isn't real. So I can't. <laughs> She's like, time is not real. Yeah, I can't. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, check out, check out New Jeans. They, they've, got a, they've got a fun thing going on. Okay. Um, question. I have a fun question for you. Okay. Okay. So let's say if you were a tour manager. (laughs) 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 Okay. Let's say if you were a tour manager, right? Mm -hmm. And you needed to do crisis management because Mm -hmm. something happened on tour. Mm -hmm. What happened on tour? You're, you're touring on a bus and they stopped the bus and Mm -hmm. they found weed in the bus. Was it illegal? Illegally. And they didn't they have found, no med, 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 medicinal marijuana. No, part. they Damn. found and then they found a whole ass bag of. Sure, you know, they said he's painting the worst scenario possible, right? Yes, now. <laughs> yes, they found a whole ass bag of the white powder. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Goddamn. And like, there are ten people on the bus, and like six out of the ten snorted the powder okay. and smoked the bush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and it got out, and it's out of control, and everybody is talking smack online, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of damaging the artist's reputation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what you as the tour manager would do? (laughs) Cry. (laughs) I would cry. (laughs) I said, worst scenario possible. Like, it's over. (laughs) Your career is over. (laughs) <laughs> I'm listen, already crying just to listen, imagine it. I said, worst case scenario, you would never be able to recover. Your career is, <laughs> your career is over. I said, said Charlie said, canceled. I said, <laughs> I said it's done. <laughs> oh, oh no. Girl. No for real. Okay, tell me tell me the little steps that you would take to kinda like Bitch, Calm. crying was my step. <laughs> crying was my 
praying was the step. That was the step. Oh my praying. god, girl. <laughs> that's the one. That's the only Listen. step. I'll cry. Okay, okay, okay. Um, no, but, but uh, surely then I would also get the artist manager on the phone and be like, "Bitch." <laughs> Like, listen, something is going on here. I need your help. No, the situation is out of control. I'm about to go home. I'm gonna leave these people here. I'm not dealing with this shit. I wasn't made for this. <laughs> How are you gonna go home and leave the people in their in their crisis? Look, 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 if you put me in that situation, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Ooh, listen. Oh my god. If you put oh me god. in that situation, especially in one way, no. I didn't know these things were on the bus. Okay, I didn't know these things were there. <laughs> and you put me in that situation Girl. when I could have prevented it if you had just been honest with me True. and been like, look, these things are on board. I would have been like, take the shit off board. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> and, and now you got me here all fucked up. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Listen, my head is hurting me. My head is hurting. No, because you got me all the way fucked up with this question. Why am I crying? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's that's the answer to the question. I would <laughs> one cry. Two, call the artist manager to be like, you guys got me fucked up. Come get your people. And three, I would go home. <laughs> Cause I'm not the one who did anything wrong. <laughs> He said, I'm not going to jail with y'all. Bye. No, no, no. I'm going home. This is, this is not, this is, this is a you problem now. This is not oh my God. a me problem. It would have been a me problem if I knew and I let it slide. Right. But because right. I didn't know and I didn't let it slide. It's a you problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. these things happen on the road. Why are you doing this dumb fuckery? How do I, how do I beat your question? I can't. Listen. I can't beat your question. I don't even have a scenario. I don't even, I don't even have a scenario. I have no idea what to ask you right now. <laughs> I should have gone first, damn it. Here's, here's a, a really, really simple one. It has nothing to do with tour management, but it has to do with music. Since we're entering cozy season and we just want to be warm and cozy and whatnot, because it's cold as fuck outside these days. No, it is. Um, I mean, not wow. here personally, personally, no, not here, here, but I saw this. Really yeah, yeah no, it's I was really like, cold. I, the weather would have had me fucked up if I was there. Yeah. But mm -hmm. um, since it's cozy season, I want to know what your comfort song is. What's your comfort song? Song that just mm. makes you feel, you know, mm -hmm. warm and cozy and fuzzy mm. inside. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so crazy because I don't, I don't think I have a song that makes me, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I have a song. I think, cause like right now, Soft Man from Patrice Roberts. Yeah. Like I'll listen to it like on loop mm -hmm. for like five, 10 times every single day. And that would mm -hmm. make me feel good until I find the next song that I like. And I will just loop that. So I think anything that I'm feeling in the moment. Okay, okay, okay. Me. So I don't have like one specific song um that mainly comforts me. I would say whatever in the moment. So like Coco Jones right now, I could listen to her like her EP and that would mm -hmm. make me feel so <clears throat> good and warm and just like comforted because I'm like, Oh Coco, your voice is so soothing, so nice. You have a new little EP out for me to listen to. You know what I mean? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. anything that I discovered that is new warms me because if I like it, I'll continue to listen to it because I'm like, shit, this is good. Like Cause you yeah. know, 
people be making different types of music. And I think for me, the little things in music, like just like a little bell or just like a piano note, like makes a difference for mm-hmm. me. I feel you. That's interesting. So, so guys, this concludes the end of our little episode. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with closing the episode because Kiki needs to dial it back in get, for a little bit get, get a shit together get it together um but sure if you're we fucked up listen <laughs> but that question was hella funny though no, because i'm like listen it was you're basically like, we, i'm like, like we haven't laughed like that on the podcast in like a while yes because i was like i i said scenario you're basically canceled <laughs> yeah, no, like actually <laughs> Sure, they said actually. Listen, no, for real. <laughs> anyway. For real. Um, so guys, if you are watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe um mm-hmm. and like the video and also leave us a comment or any questions that you may have. Um and if you wanna see our bloopers, um check us out on Instagram at don't touch my music pod. Um you can also check us out on TikTok as well at don't touch my music pod. Um, yeah, so be sure to follow us, like our little blooper scenes and leave us comments or send us a message in the DMs if you have any questions or any specific topics that you would like us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Anchor, don't forget to follow the podcast, rate the podcast. And if you're listening on Anchor for whatever reason, you can also leave comments and stuff, apparently. So, <laughs> um, so go ahead and do that. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I will see you next week. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.